Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. What is your low stakes beef? 651-641-1071. See what we did there? What's your low stakes beef? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Holly Roberts, Bradley Trainers off. Uh, Holly, uh, why are we asking people about their low stakes beef? Also, let us set the limits. Yes. When I say the beef limits. The beef limits. When I say low stakes beef, I mean the petty, annoying, small minutiae that you have to deal with in your existence as a human being or whatever form you decide to take. I don't know. You could be calling us and you're a centaur. You can have beefs, too. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. I mean small minutiae because I bring you my low stakes beef that I experienced last night. It's that I can't stand the packaging on mozzarella balls. You know the kind of plastic yeah, packaging where you have to get the corner yes. and then you have to unseal Oof. it and then you have to tear it at just the right velocity uh. in order for it to open. But you know what, Colleen? I couldn't even open the darn thing. Listen. I got the scissors and I just stabbed yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta. Because I got a beef with that. You did what needed to happen. Yes. 651-641-1071. What is your low stakes beef? And Holly, I just would like to see... Low... Low stakes. I would like to see your mozzarella packaging and include in that all packaging. Yes. Like, yes. in general, I find packaging to be frustrating. Yes. One, it's wasteful. It's wasteful. Okay. Two, it requires you to have some sort of pincher grasp that no human actually has. Also, you ha- your hands have to be drier than dry nine times out of ten. If they're even just the slightest bit moist, you will not be able to get the grip required to to open certain things. If if during the uh, I would say the packaging process of like the YoPlay yogurt gogurts, if they didn't get that open here slit oh, just uh, in the right spot, uh, you're screwed. Yeah, and then like. You know, I'm not a tooth user. I'm not a person who uses my teeth to open things. Well, you're not supposed to. I I don't think that comes dentist recommended. It doesn't. And I get really uncomfortable when I see people do that. And so, and that happens all too often with Gogurts. Can I just raise it to the next level? Let's take it to 11. I'm taking it to 11. The whenever you have that plastic packaging that doesn't have a way to open it, you know which ones I'm talking about. Maybe it's a tool and it's like folded on top of itself and sealed all the way around the oh, side. Mm. And you will take off a digit trying to open that crap. So that's my low stakes beef. Yeah. 
I have another one. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Just pile it on. Add otherwise, it to the list. otherwise you're just going to hear us complain. But yeah. we want to hear you complain. Yeah. That's right. We're we're liberating you <laughs> yes. to share your low stakes beef because we're here for you. Because you might be living with people who might. Shut down your low yeah. stakes beef. Who say stop complaining? And we say, no, we say no. keep complaining. Keep complaining. Air your grievances. It's like Festivus come early. Ooh, I like this one. We got this one from Kim. Kim said, don't give me a straw. Ask me. I don't want one. Oh, Kim. Listen, and funny you should say that because I want a straw and I don't want to have to ask. And so look at that. We are now in the place of tension. (laughs) But I hear you. Don't give me a straw. Ask me. She's not a person who typically wants a straw. And I was saying I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I want the straw. So like, but I want the straw, but oftentimes I don't want the ice. Aggressive ice water. That no. actually, that's a low stakes beef. Yeah, Aggressive is- ice water. Also, can I just throw this out there Where's before the we water? get to Dan- Diane? Uh, thank you. It's going to be water, but I don't want to have to wait. I don't want to anticipate <laughs> my thirst needs. I need hydration now. Diane, I'm going to have Diane wait just a second because I wanted to tell you my son's brilliant idea recently, which is like super great idea, but also in practice, I just don't know how we'd carry it out in the world we live in. But he said to me, he said, why when you order like pop, for example, why is the ice cube made out of water? Why don't they make the ice cube out of the beverage that you're ordering so that when it melts, it's the beverage you're drinking? I mean, I was like, you're not good on you. Yeah, you're not wrong. You could even just freeze the syrup that comes with the soda you know when you're lo- the Holly. box the box yes and then just sell it frozen Okay, well, I mean, that's that's your kid's idea. I'm not, I know. I'm just yes and Somebody can bit. use it. He'd be very happy. <laughs> All right, uh, we've got Diane on the line. Hi, Diane. Diane, what is your low-stakes beef? Hi, guys. Uh, first of all, I want to ask Holly, did you say something about maybe you're a centaur? <laughs> well, I was just saying... That centaurs can call in too. They work equal, equal opportunity. Can, yeah. They Anybody can have low can stakes beef. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I can honestly say I am a centaur. I went to Brooklyn Center High School, and our mascot was a centaur. Oh, oh Diane, yay. thank you for calling, and we have our first centaur on the line. <laughs> <laughs> but my 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 low stakes beef is when you wash your sports bras and the little pads come out. Oh. And you gotta get it. You gotta shove them back in in that little teeny tiny hole. Yes. Yeah, and then you have to get them, like, right in the right spot, too. Yes, especially if they're kind of triangular. Yes. It's ridiculous, Diane. I just get rid of those suckers altogether. I'm like, bye. I can't. I need them. I hear you. Thank you, Diane. You're welcome. I agree. I don't understand. Maybe, like, the maybe they're there so that they can be removed by people who don't want them, but we need to find a better way. It's 2022. Because once they're out... Once those pads in your bra are out, they're staying out. They're staying out. It's like, fine, we're just going to, you know. This is what we're doing now. Yeah, we're going to have headlights full on. Always. That's fine. Always. Because, yes, when you put them in and then it doesn't, it never, it those pads never are able no. to replicate how they once looked no, when you, you first purchased the bra. That's the problem. You can never get them back in just right. Yeah. So it's like, again, what do I say? When you drop your keys in a pit of molten lava, lava, let them go. Because, yeah. man, they're gone. I mean, I do have a low-stakes beef against bras anyway, sometimes. That, like, 
I'm supposed to wear one all the time. I know. Like you didn't like, sign uh, on the dotted line. Yeah. You did not agree to that. Yeah. Or that, you know, I suppose in theory, yes, it, you don't have to wear one, but that it is deemed the socially acceptable thing to do. Right. These days, mm-hmm. the part of professional attire. Loose quotes. Loose quotes. We say as we are. I say as I was like, I don't want to wear hard pants today. <laughs> just going to put these on. I'm just going to wear this. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Do you have a low stakes beef? And we are taking it all the way to the bottom. The lowest stakes that ever there were. You know, it's funny because I I have a hard time conjuring it up in the moment. But I know one when I see one. Here's one. If I've ordered something, say from, I don't know. Maybe something that rhymes with Shmamazon. Mm-hmm. And they box a box in the box. Oh, yeah. Uh, that frustrates me. Boxception. Don't, please don't do that to me. Yeah. Or when you get the, the huge box and you just ordered the little teeny tiny Thank thing. Thank you. Just give me the appropriate size box. Now, I understand you're doing hard work and I want to appreciate that. Yes. However, the it beef, just feels like very wasteful. Yeah, the beef isn't with the boxer. The beef no. is with the protocol. It's the that system. Been, yeah, it's... Man, I'm beefing the system. That, well, we just went to 11 with this. Segment. Yes, we sure did. Now, uh, and now we're done. <laughs> now we've gone to 12. And now when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay, Holly Roberts has gone deep on this whole story regarding Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid. Okay, and that is your preview. Holly will... T- Take us on the journey when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Well, Holly Roberts has done the heavy lifting on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers off. Holly and I are hanging out with you. Yeah. Holly's done the deep dive on the entire storyline that Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid are getting to know each other. A deep dive, you're selling it. Uh, I mean, it's not deep, so the dive is like as deep as it goes. Yeah, well, put on your Hello Kitty arm floaties and deep dive into this story. (laughs) Into the park, into the park pool. Exactly. (laughs) Somebody might have peed in it. Is that a baby Ruth? I I don't don't know. know. But Gigi Hadid and Leonardo DiCaprio, page six, is trying their darndest to make these two Hollywood's hot new couple. I'm so confused. Did we actually see them together or are we just going with the story that they were together? Yes, we saw them photographed together, Colleen. Now, I I am going to put the exclusive photos published in the Daily Mail okay. in the grid where you can look. And allegedly, supposedly, this is Leo and Gigi getting cozy at a friend's party in New York City being seen together for the first time. Okay. Now, this happened on Saturday night in New York. Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, you could make the argument that that's Leo because it's a guy in a baseball hat. Okay. And that that's Gigi Hadid because she's wearing... A woman. Pants. <laughs> uh, and the two of them are chatting and they're close to each other because it looks like they're at a party in a nightclub where everyone is talking like this. So that's what's what? so funny about it is like I I I, I do the, I have to do cuz my here I'm oldish. That's great. I love Top Gun too. Right? So like mm-hmm. and actually I would just like to point out that Leonardo DiCaprio is essentially my contemporary. Um 
And so perhaps at the age of 47, his hearing is maybe not what it once was. And it's like she's leaning in to him. Yeah. And she could just be trying to say something loud enough for him to hear. But Or they could be getting intimate. Well, this is a storyline, a celebrity narrative, a publationship, if you will, Mm -hmm. that is trying to be... Willed into being. It's trying to. Fe- it's trying to be fetch. It is. It's fetching itself. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. And especially page six is heavily invested in spreading the hot goss that these two are getting together now. And we say that that this is fetch because a lot of the stories over at page six uh, say exclusive details. Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid moving to next level, but still taking it slow. Mm. Sources have been telling us for months. What? Now, there's an interesting timeline. Because... They just broke up. Leonardo DiCaprio and Camilla Marone just broke up. So sources have been telling Page Six for months. Some source has been pestering the tabloid, saying that Leo and Gigi have been getting close while hanging out in the same group of friends. And now they're going on dates just as twosomes. Now, they've been mostly hanging out with groups, and and then they a solo a handful of times. This is like you watched an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 exclusive source and you decided to put the two of them together. Now, if you're to believe the blind item, Colleen, that we discussed earlier this week. Right. There's somebody behind this. There's somebody who's trying to make Fetch happen. So much so that a blind item that was published last week alleged that somebody was so desperate to have Gigi Hadid and Leonardo DiCaprio be perceived as a budding couple that they almost photoshop pictures of the two of them together to be released to the tabloids. Now, that is the, what's so funny about that. And by the way, the answer to that one was Yolanda Hadid, her mom. Mm-hmm. And what's so funny about I'm a cool that mom. is so funny is that we are very adept at spotting photoshopped photos. You need look no further than the Kardashians. And I know oh, yeah. I'm not talking about just the nip and the tuck. I'm talking about, do you remember the photographs that were released of the two Kardashian daughters? Uh, And I'm trying to remember if it was Chicago and uh, true, but the real pictures of them at Disney World or Disneyland were of Chicago and Stormy and they put true's face over it was really bizarre it was bizarre it was obvious at the time of those photos release at the beginning of the year that clearly this was fake and the question i remember having at the time is yeah. why? why they chose to ignore it until chloe kardashian somehow got pressured into admitting that yeah these were totally fake. well it's because she said it was her she posted a picture That's of right. true at disneyland and was like first time at disneyland oh, and everybody so- was like oh but you lied so my point is like we've got practice as a society seeing when things are photoshopped and so just even the notion that you could try to pass one over on us photoshopping the two of them together but clearly it is very important to yolanda hadid that Gigi is in some sort of high profile relationship well, at this moment yeah you know she was with zayn malik from one direction for many right. a year they have a child together but then zayn malik's star is one on the way yeah leonardo dicaprio arguably one of the most famous movie stars on the planet yes and still and Still now and always shall be. I mean, he sustains. Mm -hmm. He sustains his shine. Yeah. I have a dumb question. 
I don't know if you have an answer to this. Let's try. Has Leonardo DiCaprio, because we know he prefers a younger gal, has he ever dated a woman with a child? Hmm. Um, my spidey sense is no. That's what I was going with. And mm-hmm. I just feel like that is pay attention to that because I don't think that that is part of his lifestyle lifestyle. <laughs> I, I think that would be I think that's just something to pay attention to. Right. Like they yeah. might be able to hang out in groups. But in terms of like the jet setting lifestyle that Leonardo DiCaprio wants to have with a gal in his life. Yeah, I don't know if he wants to be hanging out on Gigi Hadid's Pennsylvania farm. I don't think I think a baby might cramp his style a little. Yeah. Well, we'll see if this has any kind of legs. The gossip might I mean, die it does. Down. It has her but, legs right you now. Know, <laughs> you know, New York Fashion Week is happening right now. It's good for a model like Gigi Hadid to get headlines. Yep. It might serve his purpose. Let's hope it works. Hey. Um, speaking of being givers, we are givers. Yo, yeah. Yeah. I got that generous feeling. Holly, what are we giving away? Oh, we're giving away a four pack of tickets to Seavers Fall Festival in Shakopee. It opens this weekend, September 17th, and will be open through October 30th. Winner, seventh caller, 651-641-1071, is going to get a four pack of tickets to Seavers Fall Festival in Shakopee. Open this weekend through October 30th. Give a ring ding, please. Yeah, six five one six four one one zero seven one. And congratulations to the big wiener. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got literally one single solitary celebrity who is behaving badly. We're going to tell you who it is and what he's done. That's a clue after this on My Talk one zero seven one. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them. It is our duty. To tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Uh-huh. And um, today we have just one single solitary celebrity behaving badly. We call him a... D-bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Of the Day! It's like Highlander edition. There is one D-bag to rule them all. <laughs> it's so true. And it is Jason Alexander. Not from Seinfeld. Thank you. Woo! Yeah. Woo! I know. Phew. Nope. It's the ex-husband, the first husband, I should say, of Britney Spears. Oh, that guy. Okay, so throwing it back, um, Jason Alexander was most recently in headlines because, Holly, what did he do? Well, he decided to help himself and be a wedding guest at Brittany and Sam Asghari's wedding at her home by trespassing on the grounds of the house and actually breaking into it. Yeah. yeah. Not cool. And he live streamed the whole thing. Oh, yeah. On the Instagram. Yeah. And so everybody saw it. Okay, so here's the thing. He is now talking and he's talking on a podcast called One Degree of Scandalous. Okay. Hosted by Cato Kalin. And Tom Zenner. Do I know Tom Zenner? Do you know Tom Zenner? I don't Zenner? know. I don't know what a Tom Zenner... I know what a Kato Kalin is. Wow, now Thank that's very a blast much. from the past. Right? Um, uh, yeah, Tom Zenner, he's, he's a just guy. a host. He's a hosty guy. Well, that's great. That's nice. He uh, He's a ghostwriter, uh-huh. uh, author, content creator. Great. I know who Kato Kalin is. Yeah. We're all... I mean, not all of us, but... 
If you were around in the 90s and you were watching some news, you probably yeah. familiarize yourself with the world's most famous house guest. Exactly. So Kato Kalin and Tom Zenner host this podcast called One Degree of Scandalous. Um, and my understanding is it is uh, the most salacious scandals. Uh, daily so stories that reek of scandal and headline makers. Wait, is that the actual copy? I'm reading. Okay, I'm going to read this to you. And this is from Podcast One. Okay. One Degree of Scandalous right. with Kato Kalin and Tom Zenner. Here's the description. And this is the true description. Mm-hmm. One Degree of Scandalous is the go-to destination for direct access to the world's most salacious scandals. Host Kato Kalin and Tom Zenner make the daily stories that reek of scandal. And headline makers from the past explode to life in each episode, revealing raw details of what really happened to the people at the epicenter. All right, Americans well, are obsessed oh, with hearing juicy details. I mean, anyway, me here we are. So tell there's just more, like in Scandal more. City. Yes, I like scandals. I like juicy gossip. All right, great. So they have interviewed Jason Alexander, the ex-husband of Britney Spears. And he has shared his side of the story of what happened. And it's a little different than what we know. Because there's details, but they're all from his side. So he says... Jason Alexander does. And by the way, I want to also point out that I feel very, very um, uncomfortable and on the fence about the fact that I want to listen to this, but I also don't want to give attention to him. And I'll explain why in a moment. It's okay. You know what? Here's the deal. We're talking about it. That's true. I'm already giving attention. So we're already doing it. You're in. But the report of the report is as follows. Quote, Jason Alexander says, she called me that Monday, which was probably the seventh, the sixth or seventh. It was a couple of days before the wedding. Uh, And then he said, we spoke for probably 20 minutes. Nothing was brought up about any wedding taking place. He said, Jason Alexander said of his phone call with Brittany that he said allegedly happened just before the wedding was, quote, kind of a flirty conversation. Quote, so in my head, I'm thinking like I left the conversation and was feeling like, hey, I kind of got it good about myself. So he felt like she was like laying it on. And so he's all in. So he decides, according to the story, to show up. But here's my this is where I'm confused and I need somebody to fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. How He said she didn't say anything about the wedding on the 7th or 8th. Nobody really knew about the wedding until it was about to happen. No. So how did he show up right before the wedding if he didn't know it was happening? Hmm. Are you with me? I'm kind of with you. Like, did he just happen to be there on the 9th or did he know it was her wedding day? Well, I feel like some mm, details have been omitted on the part of Mr. Alexander. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So then he goes on to say... Um, and he, you know, he basically says like, I got there. He said, I wasn't on the bleeping guest list. Oh, geez. I wonder why I came in through the bleeping back. Either way, this is Brittany's wedding day and she's locked in her bleeping bedroom guys. So I decided, so I don't, again, I, there's some context missing from this, but she's allegedly quote locked in her bedroom, which I I mean, mean, maybe she's getting ready and didn't want Sam Asgari to see her before their actual ceremony. Spoiler alert. That's kind of how the protocol goes for a lot of folks. Usual. Yeah. 
But he says, I'm on top of a hill and her house is kind of down the hill. They had security on each side, but no one down the middle. Their dumb bleeps decided to come around and I just went straight. So they kind of ended up like a heart and ended up behind me. Then they were chasing me and yelling at me. I don't know what I said, but I knew where I was going. Um, Anyway, he's telling it all. Now, there's an additional piece to this D-bag. Because Uh, remember I said there's one single solitary D-bag here? Yeah, well, I'm already experiencing a lot of discomfort from Jason Alexander's side of the story about him breaking into Britney Spears' house. But go on. Which, by the way, he now has a three-year restraining order as a result of. So this is not like... This was a big deal. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just make it worse. Oh, great. Okay. Late on me. Britney Spears is wanted by the cops again because he failed to show up for a court date. Oh, Jason Alexander. Jason. What did I say? Britney Spears. I was like, oh, she's wanted by the police. We'll bury the lead. Okay. Apparently this podcast does deliver <laughs> on the salacious, juicy gossip we want to oh, know. Oh, sorry. No, Britney Spears <laughs> is not wanted by police. Jason Alexander is. He's oh, wanted mm-hmm. again because he was supposed to be uh, in court on Tuesday in Napa County because remember, he... Why, when he was arrested for this, for this trespassing on Britney Spears property, he was also wanted for another crime, uh, two felony counts of grand theft and buying or receiving stolen property. And this is from, uh, something that happened back in 2015 where uh, he like was like bunking with a woman, uh, in Napa who then said he stole a pretty impressive amount of jewelry from her. Mm. Um, he hadn't dealt with the case, and then he got arrested a few months ago after he uh, crashed that wedding, and they were like, oh, funny story. Not only are we arresting you because you just trespassed here, you're also wanted on this other story, or on this other crime. Anywho, so he just skipped out on... So he's doing an interview, but he skipped out on his court date. So what you're saying, Colleen, is perhaps Jason Alexander, the ex of Britney Spears, is making some poor life choices. Do you think? Hmm. Yes. And, you know, I'm just going to say this. It seems to me that a lot of people that Britney Spears has found herself in relationships with... Mm -hmm are keen on getting a lot of attention in the media Mm -hmm. and maybe not always on doing the best and right thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I'm including everybody she's ever been married to. Uh Uh-huh. And I also mean the person she's currently married to. Yeah. I mean, I'm just being honest. So Jason Alexander clearly trying to leverage the media doesn't really care about his responsibility to the law. No. Meanwhile, Kevin Federline has gone to the media to talk about his ex-wife and the mother of his children. Yeah, he's given interviews over in the UK and he corralled his sons with Britney Spears into the whole uh, boondoggle. Exactly. Then we've got Sam Asgari, who's currently married to Britney Spears, who you will see comment on her posts. But if you go to his Instagram, it's all very self-promotional. Yeah, I guess I haven't done the deep dive analysis into Sam as Gary's Instagram account and whether or not Britney Spears ever comments on his posts or even appears in his posts. He posts about her. Well, and I think that they he's he has shared their wedding pictures and um, just some pictures of them as a couple. 
But right now, Sam Asghari's social media presence is very focused on being Sam Asghari. Look, mm-hmm. he's trying to literally muscle his way into a Hollywood career. He was in a movie earlier this summer with such actors as Mel Gibson and Shannon Doherty called yeah. Hot Seat when direct to video. He's uh, working out with Mario Lopez and he's <sighs> modeling a Versace jacket. Which Donatella Versace left a comment on that post and well, said, so handsome. She, by the way, was the designer of Britney Spears' wedding dress. Yeah. So obviously there's a relationship there. I mean, there's just, I just am saying let's keep an eye peeled. Yeah. And maybe Jason Alexander needs to take a moment and self-reflect on yeah. his behavior. Because also in his recounting of events, Hey, let's be I don't believe a darn not even not, one not, little word, not even one Mm-mm. little word. And also he's putting the onus on Britney Spears. Well, she was flirting with me. Right. She was, you know, and it's one of those things. I mean, mm-hmm. those conversations where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you think that I'm flirting with yeah. you when in actuality, I'm trying to be polite. Yeah. Whilst shutting you down. Yeah. So that harm doesn't come to me when you have a bad reaction, like breaking like into my house. You did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Kevin Smith has once again entered the Benefer Forever. That doesn't roll off my tongue well yet. Benefer Forever chat. It takes a little practice. It really does. Kevin Smith has entered the Benefer Forever chat. Again, and he said something that made me very glad that our invitation to their wedding was lost in the mail. Aww. We'll talk about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here for my friends at the Snyder team. I am very excited to share my friends Jennifer, Bob, and the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty with you. As you get to know them, I want you to remember these three words, honesty, integrity, and experience. These are the most important things you need to hear when choosing a realtor. And at the Snyder team, they have 14 highly qualified agents. Um, They concentrate on personalized service. They've been around for 25 years. And I know they focus on the Twin Cities, Western Wisconsin, and have helped over 3,000 families in our area find and sell the homes of their dreams. Here's the deal. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, I want you to call Jennifer and her team over at the Snyder team with EXP Realty. Not only do they have many, many years of experience, you can trust Jennifer. She's the real deal. You've probably heard the uh, other spot on the station where she talks about going to great lengths to help people find the home of their dreams. Head to the SnyderTeam.com today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. There's no cheating nature. Enjoy it while it's here, everybody. Yeah, the fall. Next Tuesday or Wednesday, that's when we're going to fall off the cliff. Yeah, we're in fake fall right now, though, where it yeah. kind of comes and goes. Right. Like karma chameleon. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. It is Boy George season. <laughs> it is. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Holly Roberts. Uh, Bradley's off, and um, we're here doing what we do. And I do, before we get to um, how Kevin Smith is, what Kevin Smith has disclosed about been a forever's wedding that we did not know previously because we were i'll just say our invitation clearly was lost in the mail before we get to that though i just have to tell you i've been fascinated because i've been here and there in breaks i've been checking in on the live um feed from the bbc 
where mourners are paying respects to the queen as she lies in state. And um, they're they're at uh, they're at Parliament's Westminster Hall. She is placed in the middle of the room, and there is a long line of mourners coming in. But in the break, I watched them change the guard. Mm-hmm. And listen, I've never been to London. I've <laughs> never experienced the changing of the guard in real time. Oh yeah. I what I just watched was so unbelievably fascinating and hypnotic to watch how the it is so beautifully orchestrated and then as the old guard was uh leaving the new guard was in place and the old guard is leaving I was watching how when one of them is out of step the way that they get back in step Without you, if you were not paying attention, you wouldn't even notice. It is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting here watching them stand still while people are walking by. And of course, I'm thinking to myself, what if you have to go to the bathroom? What if you suddenly get overcome with uh, some food poisoning? Like, what happens? You just got to go with the flow, so to speak. Yeah. I'm sure that you're regulating your hydration yes. levels and your food intake. Before your shift, yes, as one of the royal guards, you know, and I think you, Colleen, you're speaking to one of the things that I think is most fascinating about the mm, the pageantry of the mourning for Queen mm-hmm. Elizabeth II is that we have we don't have this kind of no historical protocol in this specific Not way. In this way. You know, you're I'm watching the live feed too. You know, people are making the procession there, seeing Queen Elizabeth II lying in state. The beef eaters are there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got they got everybody. Yeah. And uh it is fascinating to unfold and it is in exactly the way as we discussed last week when yeah. the news broke. Yeah, and I do just want to say also, it you may think like how long can you watch a live feed of people in line it is actually hypnotically moving Mm -hmm. to see i i am like i am actually choking back tears when i watch people take their moment stop everybody bows there's just this clear sense of reverence yes and um it just is it's just kind of been beautiful to watch so yeah and you know there's everyone from casual children in backpacks to Uh, stoic older gentlemen with medals mm-hmm. on their jackets, women in fascinators, the little hats. Right. I mean, so, you know, everyone clearly is welcome to pay their respects here. And you just see the cross section of life who were, you know, who were moved to, to do this. Yeah. It's really kind of fast. Anyway, so if you're looking for, I don't know, something to pass the time. Well, and this is going to be happening until her funeral. So yeah. you'll be able to check in on this BBC live stream. Yeah. For until Sunday, I yeah, and it's dark there right now. So you're even just seeing through the the uh, windows of Westminster Hall that it's it's dark outside, and here mm-hmm. these people probably after a day, maybe of work or whatever, they're stopping here, and it's just it is incredibly moving. Okay. Also, speaking of moving, according to Kevin Smith, Benifer againifer Beniferever. Ben and Jen's wedding. Oh, those lovebirds. Was so moving. And we've heard him talk a little bit about it, but he's still talking. Now, stick that, stick, like, stick a pin in that mm-hmm. because there are reasons. Yeah. But one of the things he disclosed 
made me very glad, Holly, that we weren't there. Mm-hmm. He says the following. Was it because everyone was wearing all white and they got food poisoning? Well, no, but that did enter the conversation a little bit later. Uh, he said of Ben and Jen that Ben wrote his vows. They both wrote their vows. And this is a quote from Kevin Smith. But he wrote a big speech that he read to her at the wedding, which was breathtaking. He said that one of his favorite things about Ben Affleck is that, quote, he's his own biggest fan. So he wrote like a 12 page speech. What? 12 pages? Oh, no! no! Nobody needs, nobody wants to or no. needs to sit through that. That, is, that some, is a private moment. Yeah, that is something you stuff in an envelope and you perform for your significant other yes. and you have a romantic, intimate moment that you share between the two of you. You don't do that. Ah, no. Nobody wants to watch that. Well, nobody appara- does. Well, apparently Kevin Smith does. Listen, I get it though. That's nice. I get it. Kevin's, I think Kevin, and I love Capital L-O-V-E, love Kevin Smith. He's a talented man, Jay and Silent Bob. I adore some of my best friends are him, I wish. Kevin Smith, though, I think does take a little credit for this in a way that he's not overt about because uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were in the movie Jersey Girl together before they were in Geely, which was a total box office womp womp. Yeah. But they, Jennifer Lopez, spoiler alert, in case you were going to go rent Jersey Girl to see this, her character died. So they were, but they were only in like a very short scene together. Yeah, just at the beginning of the film, they set it up and then she goes away. And so I do think that there's this piece of Kevin Smith that's like, I, I was here when this all began. Well, yeah, I mean, he's probably, he's like, I saw Ben Affleck. I put him in mall rats. Right. Exactly. And then I put him in my movie Chasing Amy. So we go way back. We're bros like now, that. Now, uh, Holly, I said yeah. stick a pin in why Kevin Smith might be talking so very much about their wedding. Why? Why, Holly? Oh, a little something called Clerks 3 is dropping. If not this weekend, very soon. No, it's this weekend. Because okay, I know that Kevin Smith is also taking this on the road. And I think he is either... Has or will be stopping in St. Paul mm-hmm. with his Clerks 3 road show. Yeah. So he's trying. And now listen, again, like I said, some of my best friends are Kevin Smith. Yeah, he's fantastic. I Clerks is, to me, I mean, you got to be in the, if, if you don't know, you don't know. Like, you can see the movie and think this is such crap. Yeah. But it's, you got to. actually been getting good reviews. Okay. Mm-hmm. Clerks 3 has. I love Clerks. That is what introduced us to the characters of Jay and Silent Bob. Two of my favorite characters in cinema. Snooch to the booch. Thank you. I have. I know a whole rap. I shan't be doing it right Great, now because it's not safe for it radio. It is not safe for radio. But <laughs> I love Jay and Silent Bob, and uh, and he, of course, Kevin Smith plays Silent Bob. Clerks three, Clerks, all the Clerkses are all his movies, and so. And he and Ben Affleck have this kind of bromance. Yeah. And so I get it. If you want to see it, it's actually in theaters as we speak. A oh, couple of local places oh, are good. playing Clerks 3. And the road tour, the convenience tour, that's stopping November 4th at the Fitzgerald. I love it. So I wanted to give details. If you Thank haven't you. seen Kevin Smith speak in person, he's actually a fabulously entertaining public speaker. So, yeah. No. He's just great. Yeah. I just, you know, the 12 pages of vows that allegedly... Ben Affleck showed up with not interested. No, my whole wedding was eight minutes. I timed it. Yeah, so think about 12 pages. That's like an extra 12 minutes. Thank you.
When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, share a random movie or TV quote that's just become a part of your life so much you don't even realize you're saying it. 651-641-1071. We'll go to 11 with you after this.